0: Before we get into today's episode, I want to take a second to tell you about Factor. Factor Factor's delicious, ready to eat meals make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre prepared, chef crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan and veggie, and more. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutrition-packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing 6 to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Head to factormeals.com slash stormsound50 and use code stormsound50 to get 50% off your first box and along with two free wellness shots per box while the subscription is active. That's code STORMSOUND50 at factormeals.com slash stormsound50 to get 50% off your first box and two free wellness shots per box while your subscription is active.
1: Hi, listeners. I want to tell you about a cause that I'm involved with at Heritage Radio Network. HRN is celebrating its 15th year... Thank you.
2: And we're live. We're here on Always Almost There day after show. And we're here in Philly. We have two incredibly special guests, Micah Akin and Michael Silverstone. And we're here with Danny. Uh, Thanks for being on. And it's a special, special episode because we have no Ryan Storm. So we can just absolutely drag Ryan's name through the mud throughout this whole entire podcast. It's perfect. He's not doing anything important right now either, you know. No. No. no, no, yeah. Well, I know that I know for a fact that like, oh, whatever. We won't go into that. Um, but in any case, um, so we were at the show last night. I was at the show, Micah and Michael. You guys were at the show as well. Daniel, you were you were on the the couch last night. Yep. So taking, uh, taking it let's in. Just, let's dive right in and and talk about the experience. Uh, how was it getting in for you guys last night? It
3: was good. It Very was good. easy. We got there probably like I don't
2: know, around seven, seven-ish. Yeah,
3: um, we, we knew the
4: start time was pretty late for this one, but yeah, getting in was getting in was pretty easy. I
3: will um, say, yeah, well, entire venue smelling like popcorn was a major plus.
4: You can smell from like a block away, honestly. Like I thought we were in a movie theater or something. <laughs> was it good popcorn?
3: It was. I good, ate good. corn for breakfast this morning. Yeah,
2: we brought some home. It was <laughs> nine yeah, dollars. I said, do you still have any?
3: No, it's has
2: I saw the the box on Twitter this morning. The boxes were enormous, Daniel. Like they were like. Oh, it was like your know, like, the, yeah, the square like, yeah, ones. Yeah,
5: cool.
2: <laughs> yeah.
4: Nine bucks, really good yeah. value for it. Hey, I would recommend. similar never-
2: similar experience. I uh, I just like walked right into the venue uh, myself. Which is a very stark contrast to what Boston was the night before. I'm assuming, Micah, when you were in Boston, you had like some kind of alternate entrance.
3: Yeah, there was another um, entrance
2: around the corner. Okay, yeah. For me, it was like a, it was like a almost half mile line, and I ended up missing like two songs in Boston. So like last night was actually pretty refreshing. Like I just walked right into the venue. Yeah. Like it yeah. wasn't even like. That's sweet. What time you did know, you get there, and Neil? I don't know what time we actually eventually got there. We uh we met up with a bunch of folks, actually like a whole bunch of Twitter folks showed up at this uh this brewery, which I think we're gonna go back there today. Uh this place triple bottom and um like RJ from Osiris was there and like a whole bunch of other folks and we just kind of we had planned to like start working our way in at doors, but I think we didn't get there until like 730. And that was uh, a, it was like at
5: 830 start-ish. Eight forty, probably. Yeah, know. I have no
2: idea what the actual start time was. It's like I, I have no concept of time when it's like when I'm actually at the show. <laughs> so, and uh, when your phone's uh, dead. Yeah, there. Well, there's that. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, there those... was like a running joke. Oh yeah, go ahead, Daniel.
5: Well, no, yeah. I was going to say for those that didn't, we uh, we were at the Met, which is it like short for the Metropolitan in Philadelphia?
4: Yeah. Yeah, it used to be an op- used to be an opera house when it first opened, so I think it okay, works.
5: old school theater vibe. I've never, I kind of like
3: yeah, it's beautiful.
5: Yeah, I'm like imagining kind of Radio City, like walk in and like you know bigger root, like sort of space with entrances and-
3: the entrance isn't like Radio City, but like once you get inside.
5: The entrance at Ra- yeah, the, the, the lobby at Radio City is dramatic. Right. I was floored yeah. at that space. Yeah, yeah
3: this was um, not bad, but it, the inside was stunning.
4: Yeah, the, the, yeah, the it's room not looks really as cool. Opulent,
2: I guess, but it it was nice. I mean, but it's probably the coolest yeah, the, venue I've seen. Goose in like ever. Well, the room is, yeah, it was really sweet on camera. Well, we were talking with uh, well, other than I was going
4: to say we were talking with uh, Lewis. Shout out him. He was the he was working the area that our seats were at. And he was kind of giving us like a rundown of the history of the place. So it started as an opera house. That's why it's called the Met, Metropolitan Opera. I think it eventually transitioned to becoming a church and then fell into disrepair in the 90s. And then it it closed. It kind of sat there abandoned for quite some time. And then I think it was repurchased like 10 years ago and then Ah. reopened in 2018. Oh, okay. Kind of these bigger
5: pushes of shows lately. That makes sense. Did yeah. Fish play there in 2018? Was that when it was? Or? 19, I think. 19, yeah, 19, yeah.
2: They did. We were talking about that last night, and I was like, "That was a tiny relying show." Relying on memory. And yeah, was that like, was the no serious I show.
5: I
4: think. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, it okay. It was like a serious show. Amazing. Um, anyways, All right, well, so let's talk yeah, about goose music. How about that? <laughs> um and actually we've got like some pretty good stuff to talk about i mean we're, we're five minutes into this episode and we've been holding off talking about a lot of really good music there's definitely one gem i think that everybody really really wants to talk about and uh well here you go vicker says he just got here uh can you start from the beginning and like absolutely we can't because that's where we're at yeah. so um yeah uh first set first song rockdale and i think we'll just leave it at that one and talk about that for a minute Um, this Rockdale went to a whole mess of spaces and you know, as far as Rockdales go, there's only been three over 20 minutes long and then the other two Rockdales in that conversation are pretty, pretty serious pieces of music and this one's killer and I can't wait to get more listens under my belt but um, I had to listen to another jam from the show a few times this morning so I didn't get a chance Micah, Michael, what do you think?
3: I mean, I kind of forgot about it after (laughs) That other gym, um, but I love a
4: rockdale opener. Were the other twenty minute ones obviously Cleveland and was the Capitol Theater? Was that one of them? It was uh,
2: Cleveland and, and um, Nashville. 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 yeah, Nashville. yeah. yeah. Nashville. Uh, yeah but yeah, Nashville I was say, the- what was
4: that? <laughs> Go ahead. Oh no. I-, I was gonna say that like last night, like it-, it really seems like obviously you have the Cleveland Rockdale about a year ago, but it seems like they really are taking it in all these new exploratory directions, and I have a feeling it's not the it's not the last time we're gonna go deep with that one. I I think we could possibly surpass the the Cleveland one. Hot take, but I think sometime this year, I think it's the year of the Rockdale. is my is my prediction. It's back.
5: I felt like twenty twenty was or twenty twenty one was kind of the year of Rockdale too. I mean, as it came around, but I think the song, like you guys are saying, has evolved so much. I feel like on listen, I was sort of. It sounded like they were very loose, but it was a little like sort of just like patient kind of very um, uh, bouncy groove to start and then kind of just like took a turn and uh, found a bigger peak. Um, I felt like the first 10, 12 minutes, they were kind of feeling each other out. Nothing too crazy. And then the back end, yeah, just kept pushing.
2: Yeah, you know, we've been talking about this a lot for like at least the past couple of times we've recorded in... I think something that we're seeing, we talked about this a lot yesterday too, is like, they're just being patient with jams. Like they're not rushing in. They're not trying to have like big dramatic things happening. So what we've seen a couple times so far, we definitely saw this in Boston is they kind of find a space and then let something build out of that space. And I feel like that's what happened in this Rockdale. Like they knew they wanted to jam it and they weren't going to give up until they found something cool. and. You know, that's what happened here. It was like there was like this, you know, the section where they were just waiting to find where they were, and then it was just like peaks and peaks and peaks. So I thought it was pretty great. Um, Trevor, all right, just so, Trevor. Trevor, right Trevor standing out again. Yeah, I mean, it, we can't say enough about him. Like, I don't know what has happened with Trevor, but it is you can't help but notice him now. I feel like it's for the as long as I've been this bad. Yeah,
5: it's <laughs> yeah. the backwards hat for the last two nights is is also the throwback to like 2019, 2020. You yeah. stopped I mean, wearing that
2: hat. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. But for as long as I've been seeing this band, like you always notice Trevor, but he doesn't like grab your attention like all the time. But like past two shows, just like a few times, I'm like, oh my God. Like, yeah. uh, so he's definitely standing out quite a bit. Even the um, or, theater sh- capital
5: theater, Capitol theater shows Arcadia. Uh, cap, for sure. Yeah. yeah. He's his yes. sound. I feel like he's, he's yeah. louder almost in the mix right now, which is great. Um, I think he's much more present on, on the audio for me, like having listened to the last few shows and not seeing cap, not seeing these. So.
2: Right. And you're seeing a lot of solos in places where solos haven't yep. been. Right. So Michael, you were talking about that Arcadia and that bass solo, um, you know, also at the cap that jive two bass solo, same mm, kind of Oh deal. yeah, yeah. Like just in places where you're not expecting it, and they just sound so awesome.
4: Amen. So all
2: right, so next, actually, I don't know how I want to chop this up, but um, next songs, I guess, are Atlas Dogs and Love Is a Battlefield. And this was like really, really interesting because this Atlas Dogs was starting to charge up and sound like it was going to be like one of the old Atlas dogs jams that we were getting when the song first started getting played. Um, like the tempo just kept picking up, picking up, picking up at the end of the song. And I was like, Oh, like, here we go. We're, we're finally going to get that like Atlas dogs jam that we've been waiting for, for, for so long. And then we kind of like landed in, in love is a battlefield, which I think is the, the third time that's ever been played, <laughs> but it was still cool and definitely got a rise out of the crowd. But uh, what did you guys think? I was,
3: was very
4: there. happy when I saw a Battlefield on the set list. <laughs> Ooh, she knew yeah. nice. She got inside information on the set list, and I specifically walked away. So did so did Ryan. We walked away because we did not want to see you and Sam reviewing the uh, reviewing
2: the set list. So <laughs> Oh, she like actually had the set list? Yeah, yeah. 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 See now it's we seem to have a inside information. Like, yeah. We can't believe seeing, you uh, seeing I've the set, set list before
5: is always hard. It's always hard to like see it because I'm like, ah, <laughs> like
3: a minute. If anyone is watching this that just heard me say I saw the set list, I didn't see the set list. Yeah,
2: just no, never, see see set list.
4: <laughs> never.
2: When I was at Terminal yeah, it- Five, I was like right in the front row. And uh, this was I think the second night. And I was I could see the set list like right in front of me. And like I was resisting the urge to look at it. And then I finally did. And then I was like, oh man, like the whole second set, I like knew it was coming or like, it it just wasn't, it wasn't good. It didn't help. It was was like, like, you know, opening like your presence before, you know,
3: (laughs) So it worked out.
4: Did that terminal five set list have the third set like on it when they caught your eye? Oh no.
2: So this was definitely the first night. It was the first night because like, no, there was no third set because I was not aware of that third set. Mm-hmm. I've talked about this a lot. Um, that night, I was pacing myself according to being at a two-set show, and then there was that third set, and it was a total debacle um, because I was ready for <laughs> bed uh, when the third <laughs> set started. Uh, tell we all that. toughed it out. Were you uh, both there at that one? Yeah, like, were you there? My first,
4: my first shows in person, yeah, were uh, those first two term, those two Terminal Five shows. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, three That's, the, uh, that's quite the They're introduction tough. to Goose. Yeah. I mean, I've been, like, like everyone, like, like through COVID, like, watching the streams. I think the South Farm shows in 2020 were the first ones I actually, like, caught on And, like, for the YouTube. record,
3: all of this was before we were dating.
4: Yeah. So. This was, oh, nice. Yeah, there you go. You just happened to already
3: be a fan, which yeah. worked out
4: nicely. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but it was great, yeah, to finally see them when they when they came over to, to New York at Terminal Five.
2: Yeah, that was a... Uh, it was still probably the drunkest crowd I have ever seen was that second night. It was just bananas. Uh, it was a total mayhem. All right. So diving back into the music, um, we get another version of Everything Must Go, uh, Old Man's Boat, and then finish with an incredibly strong thatch. And this is, uh, you know, Everything Must Go is one of my favorite, favorite new songs. I think it gets better every time they play it. Last night, No Exception, was incredible. Old Man's Boat, I was kind of stuck in a crowd on the, in the pit. So normally, I have a thing, like with Old Man's Boat, when they start playing Old Man's Boat, it's a race to go hit the bathroom and then come back before they start the jam section of Old Man's Boat. But I couldn't do that this time. I had to wait it out, um, but I'm glad that I did because I actually really, really enjoyed this old man's boat. It's not that I don't like the song; it's just like a thing that like I got to do. And, uh, and then, of course, yeah, you just start to follow. You
5: just you just start to time it, Neil. You just got to yeah, time us. the prayers per purr break.
2: Yeah, I mean, you have to. I was going to do like a whole thing, you know, like where like I I did this at the Capitol Theater. I talked about like the Capitol Theater men's room, which is an amazing place. Uh, Michael, I've been room? to the men's room at the Capitol Theater. Yes, I remember the urinals were were close, but it's a they were like the yeah. the closest urinals I've ever seen. Where you like you would have to like stand sideways and be in contact <laughs> with somebody if like somebody was at all of them. So I was gonna do the same thing for for the Met, um, which had much a much more comfortable men's room. I'll say that
4: but, those are some uh, nice yeah, nice
2: do so, like marble like sink tops like.
4: That whole venue is just seriously stunning.
2: Yeah, it felt like like super fancy, like everywhere I went. And then, you know, I guess the other thing that was really surprising about that place was the um, the number of bars they had versus mm-hmm. the number of bathrooms that they had. Yeah. So like if you want to go to the bathroom, you were waiting. But if you wanted a beer, you could have one immediately <laughs> at the Met, at the Met. Oh, okay, at the Met.
5: Yeah, I feel like that's the thing with theaters like that, though, like, like uh was it Radio City you had to run downstairs like a lot of yes that is a little more grandiose there but a lot of those older theaters like that it's like two bathrooms you know it's like one on the second floor balcony and one in the basement or something and it's like yeah like you said you should have gone during Old Man's Boat composed I was getting back in you, if I you were you were stuck <laughs> was it so what was to, to segue to the crowd a little bit was it pretty packed I mean obviously sold out but like Feel how did it feel in there in terms of space?
3: I mean, compared to the night before, it was spacious.
2: Oh, right. Boston was packed,
3: Boston was awful, packed.
2: Yeah. yeah. Boston was, I mean, Boston was no good. In fact, like it was like it reminded me much about the when I was at Lowell, where it was like so oversold that I was like concerned, Over, <laughs> um, oversold. Because, um. But no, it wasn't so bad. I think we kind of made the mistake of getting, like, way in the back of the pit. So I was there with Vickers, uh, who's going to be on the pod tomorrow, which is, like, really, really exciting for everybody. But um, we kind of set up in the back long before the venue opened. And then it just kept filling in and filling in and filling in until finally, like, I was, like, trying to do the setless thread like this with my phone up by (laughs) my face. So it was tight, but there were, like, less tight areas. We just didn't know where they were. Um, So that's the deal there. Mike and I didn't
4: know that they were like pit seats there. Um, Apparently they're like, because from all the pictures, if you look at seating diagrams or pictures, it's usually seats up to the front, but apparently they're all retractable depending on how big they want the pit to be. It can be floor all the way back or a couple dozen people in the front. So I was actually surprised that there was an open floor there to begin with. I thought it was all seat, all theater seating.
2: Yeah. And like the crazy thing is I was like sitting at that back rail and I was like all cramped up like this. And then if I just like looked over my okay. shoulder, there's like a dude just like lounging in a chair. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like beat up. Uh I was super jealous. Yeah, I saw that. The there's build. so there was those there's
5: railings of the barricades basically prior to the um, seats. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's was the worst. The yeah. With the crush kind of in the back. That's the worst.
2: Yeah. I mean, it wasn't so bad in the end, but it was it was kind of funny the contrast of like you know, thickers and I standing there, like not able to move, and then like people behind us, like with their feet up and they're sitting down in chairs and whatever, you
5: know? eating ten dollar popcorn.
2: Nine, sorry. Yeah, I'm actually kind of stoked to go good, back though. to the venue tonight so I can get that popcorn. Uh, yeah, I guess that is something that I'm looking forward to.
4: Maybe we'll see how much we eat at dinner. Yeah.
2: Okay.
5: <laughs> can we get another one? Oh yeah, baby.
2: <laughs> get one. Um, All right, so yeah, back so to the back to the, uh,
5: back to the thatch. <laughs> yep i love the thatch i think if we're going like so you guys were saying rockdale opener great Rockdale's a great closer i think i don't know i mean thatch is a i feel like it hits hard as a closer like it'd be an interesting opener because it's almost like they haven't developed the energy of a set but um i think didn't and because they closed denver um one of goosemis sets was it or no i think I don't know where, if as a set closer. Yeah, I was just trying to think about other other uh, shows where it's closed a set, but I thought it was a very like emphatic statement. Like they're playing these new songs, destroying them. A um, lot of energy, um, and uh, yeah, tons of tons of energy. And uh, you know, I think it it's a fun song. Good good lyrics. We're still learning them all. Who's Milo? Did we confirm who Milo is?
2: Yeah, I think that's all confirmed now. This is a, oh, I forget. that It's like a Disney movie. Milo is a oh, character okay. in a Disney movie. Uh-huh. And the, the lyrics actually match it too. Um, okay. so.
3: Ryan knows every single word to every single song. is what I about song. Ryan.
2: Yeah, yes. he does. Ryan absolutely <laughs> does. So I, I think now is a good time where we can talk about how Ryan was over in the cool kids section and not with <laughs> myself and Vickers.
3: You want to tell even the whole
2: though story he, make you feel better? Um, I don't know. I don't know if I want to blow him up. I, I feel like he'll be sad. I, we'll, we'll just leave it at this. Let's Ryan was on. supposed to be standing with me and Vickers. Uh, he encouraged <laughs> me and Vickers to get pit seats and then he decided to not stand in the pit with us because he's going to stand with you guys. Um, so we'll, we'll just leave it at that. But He's just you know, letting you know we'll how forgive he feels. Him. Yeah, we're, we're just going to have to forgive him. Um, but I'm going to make him do the set list thread tonight. That's that's what he, he gets for that. You know. So um, yeah, set break. Um, I actually don't even really know what I did for set break. I kind of like walked around the venue and explored a little bit. <laughs> But it like it felt reasonably short to me. I don't know how long it was actually in the end. Anything of note happened longer. with you guys during set break? Was particularly longer set break. I
4: it looked like I, I'll have to look at the times. I thought this first set ended at like nine twenty two. Something like that. Or ten yeah. sorry, ten twenty two locally for you. Ten
5: twenty and then they started at like no close to eleven.
4: Oh, was it? I thought I thought it ended around like ten ten, but I could be wrong. Ten ten. Okay. But uh yeah, we should
2: explore more. Can I,
4: we can. Okay. Curious to see.
2: Well, What's it uh, like? Lots of like, food ahead. options there other than just the popcorn. So I don't know. I'm going to have to check some stuff out tonight. they
3: have pretzels.
2: Class pretzels? Well, yeah.
3: Yeah.
5: Brown mustard, hopefully.
2: <laughs> I don't, I feel like that mustard thing. I don't know.
3: You don't like mustard
2: way. with your pretzel, yeah. Neil? Nope. No, I don't. All right. We're just trying
5: to learn a little bit more about each other, you know. So, what do you guys think of um, the? I mean, what was what's the size of the stage like? Like with the light rig? I having looked at a couple of shots, looks great. The new new rig looks great. Um, I didn't see a ton of roadrunner footage, so I can't compare. But it's the same, more or less, the same set as the cap too. Same stage setup, right? Lighting, light rig.
4: Same setup, but probably much bigger, I would guess.
5: The Met was okay.
4: Yeah. Yeah. And I think Peter, Peter and Rick seemed like they actually like, commented on it, like right before. The opener, oh yeah. About how and they Jeff,
5: farther Jeff away. Jeff and
4: Ben were on risers too. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So big stage. Okay. But yeah. Those rigs are totally yeah. sick. Totally awesome. It,
2: definitely a much bigger stage than Roadrunner. I have like a, like an awkward perspective at Roadrunner. <laughs> so like I wasn't like kind of down on the floor, but like stood in a pretty similar spot to where I stood at the cap, and kind of felt the same. Um, so, but yeah, definitely felt like bigger, more wide open. Like we were talking about it. I don't know if this actually was on the pod yesterday or if we were talking about it before the pod. I thought the light rig may have been smaller because the stage looked so small at Roadrunner, but um, I don't know. It from my perspective yesterday it looked the same. So. But it was, it was, I mean, the lights were amazing last night. There were like a couple different things that they, that Getty was doing that was absolutely blowing my mind. I don't, I don't know if you guys like, caught this at all, but there was like a few points where he was just like blasting yellow lights, like on the crowd. And it just like felt like you were just like standing in sunshine. It was like the most amazing I, thing. I love that feeling. Like,
3: outside of our success, it was like we couldn't see like the lights in their like, entirety. Like how mm. about like the front view of the lights? but were were you
5: guys on under uh, something like the balcony a little or what
3: yeah we were like just just above the floor like all the way like on Peter's side um, like like, close to the stage
5: oh yeah yeah okay kind of under yeah yeah it's always tough like I feel like especially in those theaters it's almost like being on like couch tour and seeing seeing the Getting to view, I mean, obviously the the stage set up in ways is is pretty nice. Yeah, the lights look great. I thought um, personally, so I was just curious. So we can proceed to set two, Neil. I just wanted to continue
4: a little uh, yeah, rundown sure. of the venue. I mean,
2: yeah, for sure. I mean, there's a lot more going on back there now. So, like, you know, I think in the old days, like we used to say, like, oh, Gettys at the boards, like we know, like things are going to get started. But now there's like four or five people back there doing stuff like during a show it's bananas so like the, the the crew is definitely expanding
3: we were right behind them at the cap and i was just like mesmerized trying to figure out
2: what they were doing yeah, this, it it looks kind of fake doesn't it like it makes you wonder actually how he does it I, i'd love to actually like just watch for a minute because they're like pressing button like like i don't know like does he have like one button that's just like green light spin. Like, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how he does it, but he's uh, got some pre-programmed stuff. I was going to wonder, yeah, if they had pre-programmed stuff
4: and they just click, like, oh, like, Wisteria's on, so press this Wisteria button and, like, no, match it to the tempo. Like, and, he's still, think, like, yeah. pressing during. Yeah. yeah, it's more like triggers,
5: like you said, because if you look at a lot of, like, the light rigs, obviously, and you get all the things to, like, it's all, like, preset, right? But it's, like, the buttons that they know what they're doing. Yeah. Everybody likes. I think there are, I think my understanding too, like another having some friends that worked it as you do have like a song. that's more or less, that's like your template that you might use in like a song or something. And I think you can kind of set up of course, but, um, yeah, cause they'll use, I, I agreed like echo. you get a lot of reds and, you know, you have your red stuff and then like kind of your purple. Yeah. Like wisteria is like your purples and sort of other dark colors and, um, I noticed too to finish the thing I liked about Thatch, actually last comment was when they were uh, peeking it at the end he was rocking the Gs along the the track like along the, uh, the LED track so that was pretty fun um just a different use of it for versus the bars last uh last year and stuff like that so it's just getting bigger right their yeah. sounds getting bigger and their rigs getting bigger <laughs>
2: So before we like even talk about set two, I think it's a good point to talk about. We were talking about use of light. And oh. Uh, oh, look who's oh, here. let's go. One second. Let's start from the beginning. Hello. Hey, uh, <laughs> take it from the top. Rock Rock yeah, let's go. <laughs> Tempe, run it back. <laughs> um, What's up, Ryan? Yeah, so I was going to... I want to finish this thought yes. before we move on. So w- when we had Rich Atkin on yesterday, he was talking about... Uh, getty's use of red light during red and i thought this was a really good times as we we're talking about the lights to just thread in rich Adkind here and you know since we're at the set big portion of you know the day after show seems
0: like i arrived at the right time yeah i think
2: you did um so 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 far i think we have more listeners than yesterday so take that rich and i don't think we do how many did we have yesterday? I think we had 28 yesterday. We're at 23 right now. All right, so uh, some tweeting will need to be done if we're going to beat Rich. So <laughs> <laughs> Mike,
0: is, Mike is rallying on <laughs> trips.
5: Yeah, let me get one more push for second set too. I mean, it's the best part of the, it's going to be the best part of the the, uh, the show, you know.
2: It's so many people are getting blocked. Brian rushed back here. Yeah, I didn't want to get blocked. Uh, <laughs> quite honestly, you know that was that was the priority for me. All right, I so. so uh let's talk about the music um oh shoot i lost us here cool all right second set this one's gonna be actually quick because we only have four songs to talk about but one of them <laughs> took up quite a bit of time uh so animal opener to start off the set um which you know we've talked about a bunch animal you can place it anywhere in a, a set but kicking off a set that is a great way to go um, the crowd was already pretty much bought in at this point I think. We haven't talked about this much at all, but from the Rockdale on, everybody was absolutely locked in. The crowd was incredibly loud. Such, uh, a, and good then, such nice. a good crowd, right? Like Such a different crowd yeah. than Boston.
3: A great crowd.
2: Yeah. Philly and, shows up. Yeah. And, and so, like, yeah. you know, this animal was like a, a match on gasoline. Like, the place just, like, erupted. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, absolutely killer version of that. And then after that, we get, actually, do we, do we want to stop and talk about animal or do we want to talk, talk about a little, animal. you want to it talk about animal? All right. Right. Yeah,
5: yeah, yeah. I, okay. I, yeah, we'll talk about animal a little bit. I think the, what I liked, um, cause was it the Okeechobee one, right. That also mm-hmm. kind of had a little bit more, like what we're seeing now with animal, which is cool is, so we had two kind of, you know, some bigger jams last year that were okay, um, and then also just very composed sections of the song. I think they're kind of finding a little better space of being more efficient in it, but also varying the jams. Like the Okeechobee one was a little more bluesy and jazzy. And this one, like you said, had a lot more energy, a lot heavier. Um, I liked it. Yeah, it's it's still a song I don't love, quote unquote, but I think the jams are getting a little bit stronger in it and they're getting comfortable with it as well and finding out how to use it.
4: A I got way to bring. I got to look at the stats, but it seems like it's really like found a home as like a set opener. If I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken,
5: yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I think that's that is great placement for it. You know, last night felt like they really opened it up. Uh, the groups felt like felt like there was a ton of space. Um, you know, in no hurry, which was a theme uh, of the jamming we saw. I don't know if you guys have talked about that.
5: Yep. Uh, yep. Yeah. yeah sure
0: but so. yeah. So I. I mean, I enjoyed it. It's phenomenal.
5: Nice. <laughs> Sweet, so he, his his abdominals were working. We're getting spry for 2023.
2: Oh yeah, we are getting spry for 2023. All right, so after animal, we get feel it now for the second I love time.
5: Mm-hmm. I love this song. I love this song.
0: Holy shit! And at this point, Micah was feeling her box
5: of popcorn. Yes, <laughs> we've talked about the popcorn a we lot. We talk. Okay, <laughs>
0: good. I wanted to make sure that the popcorn got brought. Up I again, love popcorn. That was probably Micah's favorite part of the show last night. <laughs>
2: It's you know it's a little things that a show. Anything can heighten your experience. It wasn't a little box of popcorn. It's a pretty sure. large
3: box <laughs> of popcorn. it's a show and I am happy. Like Sam was bringing us chips from the green room in Boston and I could not have been happier. Just give me snacks and I'm happy.
2: There
0: you
5: go. Yeah. Michael knows. Yeah. that's why got a popcorn. Feel it feel it now might be I that's this is this one is has the potential to kind of like that's just to like jump in with a lot of jams like a P, cool Peter song great little grooves like I've listened to it three times already today actually just kind of um, very catchy and sort of has a, a lot of Trevor again I mean we we're going to belabor the point like Trevor is just crushing again uh, right now and I love this song I think it fit really well and this segment as it goes into the next track is going to be a lot. Heavily listen, 45 minutes of music for
2: me. Yeah, this thing, I mean, I I love that it kind of starts off with like spotlight on Jeff uh, because we don't get enough spotlight on Jeff. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, dude, this song is, is, is fantastic. And it's just so exciting that they're writing music that like is great. Right. So like we get this new song, we heard it for the first time at the cap weren't really sure how to feel about it. And then they play it again here. And I feel like it was at least like twice as good this time than it was at the cap, but it could just be like attendance bias kind of situation. But I absolutely you feel wasn't. it. Do you feel uh, it? Now? I was feeling yeah. it last night, like big time. Bakers and I at this point were were very excited. Oh yes. There was like a whole arc to this show. <laughs> um, but Like there's like high fives and like hugs and like, I mean, um, uh, I don't know how. How was it? The you claws it?
5: were flowing. The claws were flowing, my friends.
2: Um, yeah. Well, there were no beer. Second set, so we like took it really easy. Neil, I, think I was like, really smart last Neil's night. Neil's got a
5: routine going. Yeah, I got a. I got
2: okay. A okay. I got a Fruiting protein.
5: bodies instead. Potent. No, no, no.
2: <laughs> We
0: were we were having a great time. Uh, you know, feel it now. Uh, I was enjoying the the space. Uh, in our little our little area um I, I realize uh i don't think i've ever had that much space to dance at a show like at least in a very long time and so. you
3: were using every instrument
0: i was thank you i don't know if i was using it as well as rj was um yeah. but oh, <laughs> you know i was moving i just you know no, a, lot of, a lot of opportunity
4: but on i mean on the topic of feel it now i feel i i feel like with that song and all the new ones they've really come out with this year and last year and we know that's of songs obviously a lot of drip field stuff too it seems like the the fan base is like really quick to accept it like Mm -hmm. this time around you're like oh that's really cool by the time it's second or third time played like it's part of the arsenal yeah and everybody and everybody
0: everybody recognized
4: it like it it didn't seem
0: like uh you know there was like a lull in the crowd when it's like oh we don't know what song this is like people were excited for feel it now even though they had only played it once before so it shows People are coming to these shows having listened to, and, you know, they're keeping up with what the band is doing. And so it's cool to hear um, a song like that. And obviously, you know, the band is excited about playing this song. I I really like, um, you know, the way that Peter put this song together. You can really hear his like parcels influence um, all over this track. Um, I haven't heard that before. Yeah, it's it's true. Um, And uh, yeah. And I love the way, you know, Rick's guitar lines uh, in this song and the different rhythmic kind of things that they do um, I'm a big fan jeb, a lot of, jeb,
5: lot of bongo versions
0: I feel it now
2: yeah I mean it's a banger right it is. that's an exciting thing right because I feel like as jam band fans you know to, to what Michael was saying sometimes new music gets introduced that's and like, people uh, get yeah. very upset yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's like not the case here uh, absolutely killer but um, all right so it's time it's time it's time we have to talk we've about made it
5: 30 minutes that's pretty good
2: yeah and then i'm I mean, do another name. 30 talking about this one yeah. I, you know
5: we will on, on our on our next big tour recap episode
0: there will probably be a you know like 45 minutes talking about this jam so, As we so could, no
2: mike <laughs> and michael what did you think of this echo of a rose that i mean i texted my mom this
3: morning that that was Maybe the best jam I've seen them do live. Nice.
0: Ooh. <laughs> you sound very sure of yourself when you say that.
3: I mean, I'm <laughs> I'm not the most decisive on these things, but <laughs> that's
4: fair. It was sick. Nice, that's, Michael. What about you? The takeaway I typically have from like jams like this, like whether it's Goosefish or any like jam band, is that like I'll love the show, like I'll really be in it, but it's usually like. After the jam is over, after the show is over, where I'm like, oh, like that was an amazing jam. Um, this jam last night, Echo of a Rose, is probably one of only two times where I can remember where during the actual jam I'm like, okay, like this is. Yeah. This is the other one being Alfreda Tweezer, which I know that Ryan has his feelings on. Nah. But
3: Yeah.
4: Anyway, <laughs> but point being though is that like it was such a patient build up. I thought with yeah. Echo, and we were talking about earlier with Rockdale, like just. The theme is patience. and
0: Yeah, Neil and I were listening to this uh, this morning. We were just marveling at, like, just how they just kind of left the jam to develop on its own. Like, normally what, you know, I've said this to Neil a bunch uh, and a couple other people I talked to today. Like, in a lot of Goose Jams, you know, they start off in the jam. It's very purposeful. They're, like, pushing. It's very aggressive. This jam, it just felt like they, they started the jam, they laid back in the groove, and they just waited for an idea to pop up. And it was really cool because that shows like they're committing to finding new ways to improvise and finding new spaces. And like, I mean, you're going to articulate it better than me. So I'll, I'll leave it for you because you know, you had this idea, but I want to highlight what Peter was doing in this jam. Um, he's got, you know, that, that segment uh, towards the end, like when they're starting that final dark buildup when he's on the organ um, and he's playing with his reverb pedal. Um, and you may hear that it sounds like he's pitch bending the organ It's like a, it's an effect on the reverb pedal that like kind of warbles it um, a little bit. It sounded really cool last night. Um, And also, this jam is notable because it's the only time Peter played guitar last night. Um, He, you
3: told me he didn't. didn't I know. I
0: so Micah told me during the jam that Peter was playing guitar, and I told her she was being ridiculous. um, I was so
5: lost. I I did not notice that he touched the guitar at all during that. I didn't Uh, either. I heard. I heard it for sure. Yeah, it was like. Now, did you guys leading throughout the show? Was it like, or after set one, it's like he hasn't touched his guitar? Yeah. Like kind of having that realization. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's
2: noticed stuff like that at shows. Yeah. I was going to say, like um, in the um, moment, but Ryan knew, but Neil, yeah. Well, no, Micah Micah knew. (laughs) Ryan did not know. Let's be clear. Yes, (laughs) Micah
0: was the one that noticed that he was playing guitar. And I, being at the show and who could have seen if I had looked hard enough, uh, told her that she was wrong. Uh huh. I think oh I think it was I think it was after the set when I was like Peter didn't play guitar all night and you were like no he played it during Echo and I was like what are you talking about? He didn't pick up the guitar, which he didn't. He didn't pick up the he guitar. He didn't pick up
2: the guitar, great. but <laughs> it, it was really
0: good multitasking, you no know, little fretboard tapping while playing piano, add some nice textures. But Neil, you had a really good take on this jam this morning.
2: You know what's funny is like I, I, I was gonna drop into that take, but all I can think about now is like Madison Huban's picture of like Peter petting a puppy. <laughs> the beagle. Oh, <laughs> if, <laughs> if anybody
0: listening to this after the fact or watching us now would like to know what we're talking about, go to at Madison Huvan on Twitter um, and find the edited photo of Peter petting a beagle.
2: Petting a little, little <laughs> cute beagle. It's adorable. <laughs> uh, but no, so back to the jam. Um, yeah, what I really liked about this jam was that they added like a tiny, tiny bit of tension like every bar for a really, really long time. And it was almost like kind of like, you know, putting like droplets of water in a glass until it like eventually overflowed. But the whole time you're just like, kind of like, when's it gonna happen? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and at the end it like, I don't know, it was a like really interesting tension because I feel like sometimes that can be frustrating or like exhausting where you're like, all right, when are they gonna finally peak? But it was just, yeah. I, I feel like I articulated it better this morning, but like i I they absolutely blew my mind it, they were so slow to get there, and the whole approach to you know the eventual peak in this jam was just yeah, it was spectacular I mean you already were talking about like Peter's organ work I mean there was like all kinds of like things sonically happening in this jam that eventually got them to this one place, and it's you know. It's the beauty of improvisational music. Sometimes everything just lines up, just perfect, mm-hmm. and I feel mm-hmm. like that was, what was happening in to, this jam. To paraphrase Bob Weir, just exactly perfect. You know, it's For funny. Anyone who gets that reference. We, we were joking at set break, Michael and I, uh, and I was saying we were gonna, we are just gonna do a whole half hour on this podcast about New Haven Tweezer. <laughs> um, and so, <laughs> while this jam didn't have the the efficiency of the New Haven Tweezer, it like actually like towards the end there got me excited i guess in a similar way mm. where it had that whole like chugging thing where it was just like gonna absolutely erupt and like yeah similar not to the labor fish comparisons but we gotta do it every once in a while it happens can we also like talk about
4: like has there ever been a quicker like turnaround time to actually get like the video footage of that jam up like obviously oh. like yeah, so we were talking about this last night. Yeah, like before we went to bed last <laughs> night, he was, like,
0: he was like, That's one of those jams. You know, Peter's on the bus right now, like, or at the venue. Like, he's getting the video ready to drop first thing tomorrow morning.
2: Yeah, so he, well, they- he did this before. He did this when they played State Theater in Portland. Um, what was that, 2021 now? Yeah. Um,
0: 10, 28,
2: 21. Yeah, so the, the drive that they played at that show, I was also at that show. Yeah. Very, very good. Drive. That was a good one. While we're on that
0: topic, um, D um, before that show, had been like, there's going to be a 27-minute drive tonight. And then they played a 27-minute drive.
2: Yeah. But anyway. So I think Peter was so excited about that drive that he, before he even went to bed, it was like 3 o'clock in the morning, it dropped on YouTube. And so we were <laughs> talking it. about this echo last night, and I was like, he's totally going to drop the video tonight. And Ryan's like, yeah, I don't know, maybe. And then, like, sure enough, before we went to I'd like to doubt you. It's... Yeah, right? It was before we went to bed? Or was it? No, it was this morning. morning. It was this morning. Yeah.
5: yeah. I think they did the All I Need from uh, the cat the first yeah, night. That, 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 that was right, right away, morning, too. Well. Like, Yeah, yeah, right away. Um, it's great. I This same thing. I'm, once again, belaboring the point. Like, for me, it was a lot of just, like, Trevor. His, like, the effect he was using in this is just, like, it was like a rubber band. And he kind mm-hmm. of is, like, in these little lines right now where he'll sort of work around a chord structure, it seems like, but just kind of like looping these like different sort of patterns and, um, just, just giving Rick and, and obviously everybody a good, good platform, like his, the foundation he's creating in the pocket, just next to none. And that just pushed the jam for me kind of throughout, just like gave them the space to keep going and driving and, build the tension. Like you said, Neil, where <laughs> i know what you mean the frustration um there's not some 30 minute jams can feel long right or exhausting or or uh you know it it seems even longer i think like that one almost seems shorter like it's a it's a very well packaged um 30 minutes of music that that doesn't feel like it but all of a sudden you're like well how long was that
3: (laughs) all of a sudden they're strapping half of the set
4: yeah, seriously. the yeah. <laughs> It does yeah, make me wonder. Ryan and
2: I yeah. were talking about that this morning. So, if you if you look at the the written setlist for this show, they left behind was it your ocean, Rosewood yeah, Hard, I have it Madhuvan. right here.
5: Yeah, it was a uh, it was Echo over Rose, Rosewood, My Myscanada, Ocean, Madovan was supposed to be so four, oh. and then they played Turn Clouds instead. Mm-hmm. But um, you can't play all those songs. That's too much. Right. So that,
2: that was what I was getting at, which is right. And I were talking <laughs> about it. Like, there's no way they intended to play all of those songs. Mm-hmm. They simply couldn't have. Like it had to be Maybe like just a, a list. A, a list of like, you know, you just gotta pull from the bag. Like, you feeling Rosewood yeah. right now? Are you feeling, feeling Monavon? Yeah, 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 yeah.
5: That's true. That's true. I'm feeling but up. yeah, I,
0: I mean it was really funny because as soon as they started clouds, I turned around and went to the bathroom. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'd been holding it um sam ray was very upset that i went to the bathroom at the beginning of turn clouds um which was a, a funny moment but Your i was along good, yeah no I mean, it's 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 strategic and i mean you can still it, the bathrooms at the met uh they're much nicer than the bathrooms at the cap we a covered lot more that.
5: space okay good covered
3: that was one. The bathroom. <laughs> <top>? okay
5: good
0: <laughs> it's a relevant topic yeah, totally. it came up um, we touched it But yeah,
5: you know, you can see what's going
0: on from in there. You know, I was singing along, so it was good. The Turn Clouds is really good. It was was a great Turn Clouds. You know, the crowd ate it up. Like, you know, there was a – I think normally when you see Turn Clouds in the second set, there might be, like, a bit of a dip in energy. It felt like the first part of Turn Clouds allowed the crowd to, like, okay, we're going to catch our breath after that 28-minute echo that was ridiculous. And then by the time Rick and Peter's solos happened, everyone was just, you know, back in it, like, and – Great way to close that set.
2: Totally. Look around I mean, this city. Peter was, was out of his mind mm-hmm. on the organ solo. Yeah. I mean, you can tell like he was just really excited like throughout the night. But that whole second set, I mean, that's like a killer set for Peter. Really? If you think about like all of the things that happened over the course of that set, I could see why he was just like ants to get some of that music out there this morning. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: and then the encore. We will eat it up. Yeah. Then Mr. Action encore. Right? So very surprising placement. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, we've been talking a lot today about like we. Re- I, I really liked uh, this in the encore slot. You know, when it started, I was like, okay, Mr. Action, the encore, interesting. But I, I think it was a great, a great pick for it. I've now seen three out of four Mr. Actions.
5: I think nice. it's a cool song. Yeah. It was fun for in now. Cincinnati with the with the darkness pairing, uh, which mm-hmm. I like.
4: That was good. Wait, what did you guys think of the encore? Yeah, I mean, I agree. Definitely, a interesting placement for it, but I think yeah, we got it at the cap. I think on the Saturday show, and uh, I mean, I love it. Again, example of this, a uh, a song that what they debuted. Did they debut debut it in Cincinnati or at, at Goose Miss, Like, uh, at Boulder at the Fox. At Boulder. Okay. Yeah. So just a few months ago, like not too long ago, and yeah, everyone's eaten it up already. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Okay.
2: It's, you know, it's an interesting song because I think it very easily, like, they didn't kind of work on delivery of that song. It could be like a a throwaway mid-set song. Mm -hmm. And it's not. And it it wasn't last night. I was like, at first when they started playing, I was like, I don't know if this is going to go over well. And it did. It hit. Um, But back to what you were saying, I think what we were seeing last night, and then Vickers and I talked about this a lot during the show, is Goose Mm -hmm. shows feel a little bit different in 2023 right now because of the kind of venues that they're playing in. Mm -hmm. Than they did in 2022. Right. So when you go to, for example, Red Rocks or Radio City Music Hall, there's a couple thousand people seeing their first goo show at those shows. Right. It's like a guarantee. Right. Right. Um, uh, like mathematically. Right. There's yeah, exactly. no other way it can work. Right. But like this show last night, like folks knew these songs. Mm-hmm. Like Mr. Action not even like a four month old song at this point. Yeah. And and same thing with
0: feel it now. Like people know what's going on. Yeah.
2: Paige Caruso did give a report
0: from the mezzanine where she said that, um, there were a lot of people around her who had no idea what was going on. Um, and kept asking her what the song was going on. Um, but it felt like, it felt like people knew it. And you know, like this is goose hasn't played like a really long tour like this. You know, they played 14 shows in October, uh, for the fall tour, but you know, they haven't done a really extensive tour in a while um and you know these these 20 something dates is now it's really like you know you don't have a super high profile run like red rocks or radio city like you said um you know some of the like you know obviously fall we, we've talked about a lot with uh you know when peter said like they had a lot of eyes on them this was in the immediate aftermath trey sitting in they're about to be on tour with tab in november now i feel like they're able to settle back in again People who mm-hmm. love Goose are going to these shows. It's not as many like here's, you know, a big deal event where there's going to be a lot of new people coming in. So it's nice to have that kind of crowd, um, you know, and I, I'm very much looking forward to tonight. Me too. Mm-hmm. It's going it.
5: to be good. It's going to be good. Any predictions?
0: Uh, Madavon?
2: Giant Madavon. Giant, just large, <laughs> yeah. hefty <Yeah>. Madavon. <laughs> I hope you like 20. 10 pounder. 27 I do. Someone
0: someone on Twitter today said 31-minute Modavan. I'd be I'd be okay with that. Yeah. Micah, what about you? What are you hoping here tonight?
3: I also Matavon, and then on the other end of the spectrum, I've had this like feeling that I'm getting a honeybee this weekend. Which I will be in the bathroom. It's lovely. It's my it favorite song. It's, yeah.
0: You love it. It's great. Love it. That's nice. Um, lead yeah. the way, hopefully. You know, I'm, I'm still chasing that. Um, obviously, a Moby. Um, you know, we can predict all day. I got a nice goose egg in fantasy last night, hoping that that doesn't happen again tonight.
5: Um, yeah, you know, that's all right. It's going to be
0: a fun show. It's going to be great.
5: I think Thank it's going to be good. Work. Not yeah. alone. I think yes. we'll see a little not, maybe another not, a not alone. Not alone, alone lead up. Another. Yeah. Yeah new song tonight yeah
3: and we'll have more popcorn and
2: we'll have oh popcorn. micah will be having popcorn uh everybody
5: America. get the popcorn you heard it
2: yeah that, that, that's the thing it's just gonna like live on like it's on like the poster or like the show shirt but maybe next time yeah. like, there's
3: just like nothing that makes me happier when there's like nice music playing and i'm dancing with a box of popcorn
2: um, oh, right. I didn't talk about the mustache. There's,
0: there's no mustache <laughs> happening. Uh, I actually uh, am not growing a mustache. Right, so D, D is growing a mustache for me, actually. Nobody asked for be this.
2: Ryan? It's, yeah. it's, it's my, my theoretical it.
0: mustache. <laughs> I should get to talk about it. Oh,
2: man. All right. I think that's a good way to end it right yes. here. Um, check in tomorrow, 3.30, where we will go more in depth about Ryan's mustache
0: there will be a 902 Vickers face reveal on the pod. Yeah. It's a big deal. And RJ will be here tomorrow. Uh, It's going to be another great episode. Um, You know, we'll see what kind of shape I'm in, uh, in terms of coherence and uh, being awake. Um, Good luck. I'm not going to be there. Thank you. You're not going to be there. I don't know. We'll see. We'll Uh, see what happens. Uh, But we'll be back here tomorrow at 3.30 Eastern, as always. Thank you, Micah and Michael, uh, for being on today. We will see you shortly the show
5: tonight yeah. you guys have have fun tonight be safe
0: thank you all right thank you everybody for watching or listening and we'll see you next time Not sure.
5: hey everyone it's cam hurt host of the best show ever podcast and we have got a second season coming out very soon that i am very excited about we've got some very cool special guests including musical acts that we all love like karina reichman daniel donato jake brownstein from eggy rick and peter from goose and many more Tune in for new episodes dropping on Osiris Media, March 5th, on the Best Show Ever podcast. Hello, and welcome to Novel Conversations, a podcast about the world's greatest stories. I'm your host, Frank Lovallo, and for each episode of Novel Conversations, I talk to two readers about one book, and together we summarize the story for you.